<clears throat> so, James. <clears throat> yeah. First of all, welcome back from your honeymoon in Alaska. Hey, thanks, buddy. Care to tell anyone what you experienced out there? Sure. <laughs> well, I almost got ran over by a moose, which is true. Um, I, I don't even know. Is that true? It is true. Was it like charging you or were you charging it? Uh, well, we were hiking and we surprised this giant mama moose um, on the trail right in front of us. Oh, God. And which is a very dangerous situation because the meese up there, the moose meesen, they kill more people than the bears do. Oh, so, you know, but thankfully I had my, uh, my trusty walking stick with me and I <laughs> shoved it up her nostril and she ran off with a stick in her nose. And you, uh, you're making that way. part up. That has to be made well, up. Well, yeah, you're going to a little bit of writer's liberty freedom, whatever. All right, fine. <laughs> so what else did you see? No, I did not abuse a moose's nostril. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Take you know, that out of context. I, I, I did not abuse a moose's nostril. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. So, what else did you see in Alaska? Well, I had to call the Alaskan state troopers once. And why did that happen? Because <laughs> we were staying at this resort way out in the middle of bum fuck nowhere. Uh, and... Well, first of all, Alaska's just a weird place because it doesn't get dark uh, in the summer until like 1.30 in the morning. Right. Uh, so that that was kind of surreal. But anyway, we went to bed around midnight and right outside of our door in this kind of apartment-like building, there's this man lying on the ground and he's just <laughs> going, oh, for like an hour and a half. And then he starts slamming this, his door, which is across the hallway. And this goes on and on and on. Uh, until finally, we're trying to go to bed. And he's still just so freaking loud. So finally, I, I go out there and I'm like, Hey, dude, do you need help? Like, I can, I can call the, the resort front lobby or whatever. We can get you help. And this guy's just, he's laying on the ground. He's probably 30 years old or whatever. And drunk or high out of his mind. I don't know which. Um, Ugh. But he looks at me and he's like, I need to shoot myself. Oh, Jesus, no! <laughs> I know! And I'm like, no, 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 we can just talk. And then he looks right at me in the eye and he's like, You, you need to shoot yourself. Oh! And I was like, wait, no, 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 I, um, neither of us need to do this. This is not a thing that either of us need to do. And he's like, no, it's easy. When you do it, just make sure you hold the gun perpendicular to your head so that it goes through all the arteries. And I'm like, dude, no! What we don't need to do fuck? that. Anyway, he starts, he, he keeps on uh, mumbling about how he needs to uh, shoot himself and how everyone in the world needs to shoot themselves because everything is pointless and worthless, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to leave. And he starts stumbling downstairs. And I'm kind of cautiously following him to make sure he doesn't kill himself. Uh, but then he goes out to the parking lot. And long story short, uh, I was thinking, hmm, he might actually have a gun in his car. So I'm going to go back into my uh, my room and lock the door and hide in the bathroom and call the state troopers. So Jesus. I called the state troopers. And uh, I was like, hey, this guy, he's drunk or high. 
And he's going to be coming back uh, pretty soon. And he's talking about shooting me and shooting himself and that everybody in the world should kill themselves. And uh, he's <laughs> drunk. So, you know, what should I do? And the, the state trooper or sheriff or whoever it was was like, eh, I don't know. Well, I might send a guy out to check up on it, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> just just call me if anything changes. It's a different world in drunk Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the guy came back, and he didn't have a gun, thankfully, but he was super loud and obnoxious, and, and then <laughs> then in the morning, all these, he was still drunk out of his mind, but all the staff of the resort were going into his room, picking up his luggage, and then dumping it on the curb outside to be like, hey, get the hell out of here and never come back. Wow. And he's stumbling around them like... What are, what are you doing? You guys are stealing my stuff. <laughs> so, it was so ludicrous. The whole thing was stupid. Uh, that, was, that was the highlight of, of the trip, I'd say. I think Alaska is nice to visit, not that I've been there, but I think if you live there, there's a good chance you could go absolutely crazy. Well, most of the most of the people who don't live in towns are they're out there for a reason, and, mm -hmm. and everyone knows it. They're like, "Don't go out in the boonies; it's it's no man's land." But the most amazing thing about Alaska is that there are, there are just hundreds of mountains everywhere, and you just have to think to yourself how amazing it is that Sarah Palin carved these with her own two hands. It's amazing, isn't it's, it? It's it's nature and creation is just incredible. I can't believe that we have such an angel as Sarah Palin to carve our mountains in Alaska. It's really quite something. Yeah. What it's else did she do to Alaska? <laughs> well, she built a bridge to somewhere. Right. Oh, and of course she invented Russia. Oh, you want to hear something? Oh, yeah, she did do that. You want to hear something that uh, she did do? I, she, I don't think she personally did it, but she allowed it to happen. Uh-huh. Well, sometimes in Alaska, the wolf population gets out of hand, and that can get dangerous because they can, you know, attack little children and whatnot. So, every once in a while, the fine people up in the Alaskan government take it upon themselves to kill wolves. But this usually, uh, it's easier to kill wolf pups than actual wolves. Right. So they'll go into wolf dens and kill the pups. But, not with guns, not with knives, not with spoons, but with gas. What? <laughs> they gas wolf puppies up there. Or oh, they did Jesus. under Sa when Sarah Palin was governor. Um, yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> wow. Uh, population so control's a bitch, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> a little bitch. <laughs> not anymore, it's not. <laughs> There's only big sad bitches. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah, this whole opening should be cut, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just really hate Philip II's family. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, yeah, they They fucked up my parents' station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> They're like chariot racing, like the beginning of uh, Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Welcome to We Talk About Dead People, a podcast where we talk about dead people. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James D. Say hi, James. You're making about as much sense as a bowl of alphabet soup. Is there a punchline in there? Did I wait? No, you're not here. I can't punch you. 
We hope to keep our listeners entertained and interested while we break down various members of the odd and exciting family that is humanity. The way this works is that James and I will do our amateur's best to give a basic account of the major events in the life of a now-dead person and give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're going to try anyway. So, James, who do we have this week? This week, we have the second Philip of Macedon. Ah, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. (laughs) Second place, silver medal. (laughs) That's how that works. Yes, true. Let's go to the history lab. I disagree. I think we should stand here and waste more time. <laughs> sure. Well, if you want to drink more liquid and have everyone listen to your gulps, I'm, I'm all just, for it. <laughs> it's just it's just my iced coffee, you know? Oh, and okay. I've still got morning voice, so give me just a second. Uh, how do you spell morning there? <clears throat> O-R-N or O-U-R-N? Uh, no, difference. morning is spelled B-I-G-B-I-R-D. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> The bird of morning. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about biology, so... Alright, fuck it. I, Let's just go to history right? lab. <laughs> In a world where Teletubbies have overrun Hobbiton, only you can harvest those dead whales in California. Join us on this mad adventure where Billy Crystal cooks scrambled eggs and then serves them to his son, which is you. So, hey there, Mr. Cool Cat. How about you smoke these carrots instead of those cigarettos? What? You wrote the script, fucker. No, I didn't! (laughs) Guilty until proven innocent. Uh, okay. So, James, tell me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had to replace your daily mm-hmm. uh, intake of cigarettes mm-hmm. with any healthy thing, what would it be? Um, hmm. That's a good question, because the problem with cigarettes is that they're just so expensive. So you have to find something that includes 20 snacks, but is under 10 bucks. Right. Gunpowder. That's really all <laughs> I've got. Because you can blast one snack into 20. With gunpowder. Yeah. 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 That, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I love the logic. It's... Right. You you can create mass from nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and energy dissipates and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Science, everybody. Uh, go listen to... Uh... How, how come I eat nothing but still get fatter? <laughs> Doesn't that defy science? Uh... Not if you're drinking six Guinnesses a night. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> it's not water, James. <laughs> if I... Yeah, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> Damn, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Ah. It's been like three weeks since we recorded. Yeah. Four weeks since we recorded an episode we didn't lose. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's been a long-ass time. And of yep. course, we're coming back in with somebody nobody's ever heard of, Philip right. II. Philip II. Why is Philip II a choice that you have made to put on the show, James? Well, I don't know, because his life is kind of interesting, but also kind of... There's not a lot of detail. Okay, so, but he's massively important for some reason, or... Well, yeah, kind of. Sure, we'll go with that. If you bore me in this episode... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's, um... I will call Obama himself. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
You can call him. Mr. President, your son is Tear acting on this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we make some sort of, like, r- rule or game where I have to, like, if you if you say bored, then, or boring, I have to make up a, <laughs> a fact that's more interesting? Uh, I mean, how about that? Yes, let's do something okay. like that. So if you get bored, just say boring, and but I'll... But here's the question. Why would sure. you pick somebody who's potentially boring? Genuine question. Well, yeah. So, remember the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the movies, uh-huh. and how fucking boring the first one is? Like, it's a movie that should never have been made. But! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even make that a joke no. out of that movie. Um, oh, okay, here's, here's a better example. You ever read the whole Bible cover to cover... Yes. In one sitting? No. <laughs> then you're not you're not really experiencing it, my friend. But you get <laughs> the first like two thirds of the Bible are just this king killed this king. He was naughty in the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Then Gabriel came down and gave beef to everyone. And then it's <laughs> it's so stupid. But then you get to the New Testament and it's like, oh well, this is actually pretty exciting. I mean, kind of, until you get to Paul's teachings, and then that's just a roller coaster but all this to say <laughs> is that introductions may sometimes be boring but nevertheless they are very important okay so we're using this as an introductory yeah uh, okay. this is right this is an introductory episode to okay he's the father of alexander the great okay let's just i'll just put all my cards on the table all right see that yeah. makes sense then okay. that's worth talking about sure yeah okay so computer please bring up philip the second Okay, so what politics? I was gonna ask you if you think Trump has a resting duck face, but never mind. I don't think he has a resting face. I'm not even sure he has a face. Sure. Like, I can't tell what I'm looking at. Is that a face? I don't know. And this is also the most political we've ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Donald Trump does not have a face. You heard it here first. All right, All so right. what? Yeah. What? You're go. Go oh. ahead. Okay. Uh, so, what is uh, Philip II actually best known for? Well, Philip II is best known for being the greatest redneck king of all time. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let you explain that later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I do. <laughs> so, did he actually have a redneck? I mean, what uh, did he look like? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, you know how we've covered some good-looking chaps through the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hate to say this, but our boy Philip does not look so fly. Ah, not like Richtofen. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Richtofen was. Oh man. Yeah. yeah tough. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so back to Philip. Modern reconstructions of his face show a guy who has a big, bushy, unkempt beard, a receding hairline that eventually leads to black, unkept hair. And then where one eyeball should be, there's nothing but a gross skin crater. Oh, God. Mm, Yeah, because he once took an arrow to the eyeball. Ah! And then that little glass ball of wonder had to be scooped out with a hot spoon. Oh, jeez. So he's not a real handsome fellow. He sounds like uh, one tough-looking bastard. Yeah, he's a a pretty tough-looking bastard, which is what you said and what I repeated. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, let's just roll into his early life, shall we? Sure. Okay, go, take it away, James. Take my hand, and waltz backwards through time with me. 
gliding over the bumps and bridges of history to finally arrive in what some people call ancient Greece. You know, I have uh, I have some Greece saved over from like a couple years ago. It got stuck in a bunch of my possessions, like it's in a jar or whatever. Oh, okay. And then a massive like cultural phenomenon happened in there, and now they got like towns and shit. But there's really? another really? there's another jar nearby, and it's it's full of ancient Romans, and they're they're gonna. Oh, that's not bad. That was a <laughs> shitty joke. I, we're gonna keep it, though. Uh, yeah. You're the editor, and I'm telling you, son, we need to keep this. Fair it's enough. It's what the people want. So we're talking about ancient Greece, a topic yeah. that bores the hell out of me. Sure. Um, I don't know why, because it's actually super interesting, but yep. it, is, it just does not connect with me for some reason. There's, like, and shit missing. Here, Here's the thing. Do you want to know how well I know you? How well do you know me? I knew that you would find ancient Greece, and in particular, ancient Greek military history, super boring! <laughs> so, I created a visual for you. Oh, good! Uh, we can post it uh, on Twitter for the fine peeps there, and, and Facebook as well. Uh, yeah, so this will, this will help maybe help you engage with the material at hand. Uh, and we'll, I'll share it with you at the end of these two paragraphs. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Perfect. So Greece is home to all sorts of little wonders and glory children. <laughs> Cities like Athens, Sparta, Thebes, and others are really taking the stage. You've got all sorts of philosophers philosophizing. You've got artists artizizing. You've got brilliant guys like that dude Leonidas we covered holding off the barbarian Persians. You've got things like the Acropolis being built and democracy being played with for the first time. Uh-oh. Lots of important things happened in Greece, or so I'm told. Or so Herodotus has told us. <laughs> right. <laughs> and as you can probably imagine, these little city-states, as they're called, and their top citizens really went ego-crazy. All day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were better than pretty much everybody. Well, they were, so... They thought they were better than each other and their rival city-states. They thought they were better than all the citizens and slaves below them. They thought they were better than those dirty Persians across the sea. And they especially thought that they were better than those no-good, filthy, stupid, backwards Macedonians way up north. Right. Yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> it's So, the Macedonia is kind of seen as this redneck back country. Uh -huh. To the beauty that is Greece. Right. So at this point, I will share with you a visual I made for you. If I can. Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. I'm not worried. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is a map I drew of Greece. <laughs> There's an arrow at the bottom left pointing, and it just says to Olive Garden. <laughs> That's true. That's where it is. Oh man. So that'll this will help you for a couple reasons. Do you see do you see where Greece is? Yes. <laughs> and then and then you see where Macedonia is up north? Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. So that's like where they are. <laughs> <laughs> Mountains <Yeah>. Gandalf. 
Yeah, I, I put like four hours into this, okay? <laughs> Basically California with less citrus. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. This is very helpful. We'll have to put this out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you've got Greece and Macedonia now. Uh-huh. So the Macedonians were Greece's northern neighbors, and the Greeks did not really like the Macedonians at all. The Greeks viewed the Macedonians kind of like the way you think of those distant inbred cousins from Mississippi who always show up to your family reunions, and you have no idea who they are or how they're related to you, if, if they even are related to you. But they smell, they eat all the Cheetos, and then they try to touch you with their inbred Cheeto dust-covered fingers. That's fucked up, but okay. <laughs> it's basically the Macedonians. Well, here's something that I do know, is that, um, oh, maybe I'm wrong about this. Just shit. Anyway. Uh, so, like, from what I understand, like, when people do plays from this era, mm -hmm. if there's, like, a Macedonian, they usually portray them as, like, a total redneck. Yeah. Like, if they do, like, an American recreation of a Greek play, they, like, have a southern accent, and they're, like, super stupid. And that's that great. Shit. I know they do that with the Scots in British plays, in, like, Shakespearean plays. Oh, yeah, that's plays. true. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I think a lot of times the traitors in plays are portrayed as Macedonians, too. Mm, makes um, sense. Yeah. Because the Macedonians are also traitors. Yes. Because every time the Persians invade Greece, guess who jumps right on up to help the Persians? That's the right. The Macedonian. That's right. Also, I'm gonna make a note here. There's someone in the crowd going, It's not Macedonians, it's Macedonians. And it very well might be. Because that's actually how the Greeks say it in Greece. That's what they told me. Um... That so I've sense. heard I've heard Macedon, I've heard Macedon, I've heard Macedonia, I've heard Macedonia. But that just makes me think of a macadamia. And that um, just makes me think of a Big Mac, so. Uh, exactly. You know you know me too well. It's so cute. Uh. So <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna call it Macedonia. Okay. Because that's what it was in Rome Total War. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, getting to our boy, Philip II. He's born here in Macedonia, and not only that, but he's born as the son to the king and the queen of Macedon, or Macedonia, or Macedonia, whatever you want to call it. Macedonut. Sure, yeah, we can yeah, do that. Yeah. Max Donuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, maximum Donut. Oh, God. Oh, God. You just remembered me. You remembered me. You just I reminded did. me oh, of... Oh, Aaron. What? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me of this, of this shitty thing that, um... Oh, okay, is it, is it, oh no, Ross and Carrie? They have their Max Fun Week thing. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's I so irritating. So. They can't shut up about it because I know they get money every time they talk about it. Uh huh. But every podcast on that network is like Max Fun Week, and it's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, Max I, Fun I Drive or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Max Fun. Oh god. Oh, sorry. Doesn't well, matter. Is, can we have Maximum Donut Week? <laughs> Yes, we can't have maximum donut. We're, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll make a custom-made uh, funnel. <laughs> you, you can just hold it over my my face and then dump all the donuts in it. I'm just gonna like make a Google Drive and call it Max Fun Drive and just fill it with pictures of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Then I'll get a video of you slavering all over your keyboard and use it as blackmail and extort the ten cents you have. <laughs> Would not be hard to do. <laughs> okay, so where are we? Well, so Philip is the son of the king and queen. Right. And life starts off really well for him because he's a hostage. He's a hostage. What is a hostage? 
A hostage is one of those plants that your mom has in her gardens. Uh, people think they're they're called hostas. Yes, um, but the but plural actually, is hostage. <laughs> right. But actually, though, like, do you, do you remember like what hostages are all about back then? I think so, but now you're making me doubt myself. No, I don't. I don't mean one. to make you doubt yourself. It's just I seem to <laughs> Am remember. I, worthy? I seem to remember something from my ancient Greece class that hostages were like bargaining chips, basically. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like they got captured in a war always. A hostage was like uh, a bargaining chip. You like actually would, would like send your son to another yes. nation as a hostage, um, and they would like live there, and they weren't like mistreated or anything. But if you wanted them back, you had to like do something or whatever. Right. right. So it was like a political move, political dealio. It wasn't like oh, he got captured and he's a slave. Not always. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was a way of ensuring that 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 region or kingdom wouldn't attack you because hey, you've got their son or their daughter, and right. Yeah. For sure. And like you said, they were treated pretty well usually most of the time, including Philip, which we'll get to. Okay. So he starts off a, a hostage in this little place called Illyria, which literally has ill, the word ill, in its name. Okay. Uh, but he's not treated ill, Illyria, in Illyria. <laughs> good. <laughs> he's treated good, Lyria. <laughs> Anyway, then he's, he's passed on over to the city of Thebes in Greece, where he is still a hostage, but hey, at least he gets some edumacation here. Okay. Uh, he learns about the art of killing people, and then also about diplomacy. Ah. Mm-hmm. And things, he uses... Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, go things ahead. you want your hostages to know. <laughs> right? <laughs> here, here is how to defeat people in battle. And here, let me show you our, uh, give you a tour of our battlements while we're at it. It's fascinating, though, that, like, they actually trained him and shit, uh, even though he was a political bargaining chip. You can just imagine in the morning he gets up, they're like, all right, we're going to start the day off with uh, 20 minutes of spinning or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to go and train you how to use a sword. And he's like, hey, I'm a hostage. And they're like, yeah, man, it's cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want you to do. It's yeah. not like you'll ever come back and conquer thieves. Uh, <laughs> he does. He does come. Oh, damn it, spoilers! Sorry, sorry! It's just, I love saying Thebes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's the year 364 BC, or so, and Philip is about 18 years old, and now he's finally allowed to return home to his family. Yay. But bad news. Yay! A lot of his family is dead! Awesome! <laughs> Deceased. <laughs> well, what are you... Do you hold a grudge against your family? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just really hate Philip II's family. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, yeah, they're douchebags. They bags. fucked up my parents' station wagon. <laughs> 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 they're like chariot racing, like the beginning of uh, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, they just sawed it in half, made two right chariots <laughs> out of the front and the back, and then they just they just started racing each other. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's history. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his family's dead, a lot of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but the good news is that... Oh, wait, I skipped a line. Oh, well, that ruins that. So, the, the family, they're not all dead. His mom and dad are still alive. But two of his brothers kicked the old Macedonian bucket while Philip was <laughs> running around being a hostage. Uh. But the good news is that this now means that Philip is next in line to become king. Ah! And the king he does. <laughs> the hell all right it's become not <laughs> all right. king he does 
Oh, so God. the year is now 359 BC. Philip is king of this backwards country that everybody despises and that is constantly being overrun by barbarians and being ridiculed by the Greeks down south. Oh yeah, and there are like three different groups of invading Macedonia, like, right now. Three different groups of invading Macedonia? Yeah, so earlier I kicked myself in the mouth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to repent for my sins, and... Which is this podcast. Oh yeah, okay, so are these groups like barbarians or other Greeks or... There, there are two barbarian groups and then there's the Athenians. The people from Athens are invading Macedonia as well. So, that, forget that sentence. Forget that ever happened. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. Okay, so, why are the Athenians invading? Do they just want land or what? Well, the Athenians have this real stick up their ass about being the greatest Greeks ever. That's right, yeah. Uh, so they want to make sure that everyone's in line. Gotcha. And then there's also this whole whole thing about gold mines, because the Athenians want gold, because mm. they're a democracy. And, yeah, there's a, it's super complicated. I left a lot of the politics out, because <laughs> the Greek politics is just like... It's like a kindergarten classroom where everyone has <laughs> machetes. <laughs> and there's a Spartan in the corner whacking off to 300. Like that's oh for sure. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best movie ever. And you're like, no, it's it's really not. It's it's gore porn that's not even remotely. Ho- Shut the fuck up! Don't you like freedom? Oh god. Oh man. Yeah. So we've got all I these groups invading Macedonia. Philip's a king. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna turn this old country ra- around. All right, we're gonna get our, our family together, hop in the old truck, and and chase out those Yankee bastards. That's but, what we're gonna do. <laughs> gotta get that station wagon back somehow. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So that's all I had for his early life. Okay, great. I think this is a perfect time to take a break. Perfect. And Let talk- me rev up my mushrooms. <laughs> so. Uh, oh shit, you're getting serious. No, I'm not getting serious. Oh shit, you're not getting serious. I just want everyone to know what's coming. It's uh it's that Spartan in the corner, but also um <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going back to Alaska. <laughs> going to hang out with your drunk and high yeah, buddy. I'm going to let him shoot me. You're, you're dragging all this shit back into the hotel. Like <laughs> where's here to stay? <laughs> So we've got a, a couple of guest appearances uh, coming up on the show, and they're not other podcasters. They're just good friends of mine who are really personable, and they're just going to be co-hosting a couple episodes, and that's going to give us a little bit of a break. But also, uh, James and I have been discussing taking a little time off because there's a lot going on in our lives, and everyone's telling us that we're killing ourselves releasing every week, which is true. It is true. You've lost 30 pounds, and I've gained about 60. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just so y'all know, that's coming down the pipe, and it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be We'll okay. be back, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're gonna take the month and do nothing. No. Uh, well, speak for yourself. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> I can't help but do shit. James will probably actually take the month off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I've got some plans. Okay. We'll, we'll figure stuff out. Okay, good. But yeah. All right, so, James, so far I haven't had to call Obama uh, and get him to kick your ass into making the episode more interesting. Right, I haven't seen any drones out there, so... Yeah. All's good and fair in peace. I mean, you won't see the drone. You'll be dead before you hear it. <laughs> oh. And Obama just be in the White House like, 
old times. And then he like touches his <laughs> weird ass uh, portrait on the wall. Employee? And, oh. And just turns his employee. <laughs> no, just, he's going to like lean into his portrait and be like, those were the days. And then it'll fade to grayscale and it'll be like, what's Obama doing now that he's not president? And it's like, fuck all. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yep. You're going to add that in, right? When you edit. Death from above, the Obama story. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, let the record show that we attack everybody. Yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> Just like Obama. Okay. Ah! So- <laughs> Everyone's right. laughing at that except for Yemen. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we move into Philip II's adult life? Sure. Okay. Sure. 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 So now Philip is king. Okay. But shits hit the fan, the fans fell off the table, and now this dude named Ronald is kicking the fan. Oh, God. But forget Ronald, back to the story! Wait, there's not actually a person named Ronald? Well, only in your dreams. Oh, okay. He comes, sells you burgers, and beats the Soviets. So that's who that shadow person was last night when I had sleep paralysis. Just that's Ronald. who it was? Well, last night you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then that's definitely Ronald. Okay. <laughs> Two nights ago, it was me. I'm just going to be honest with you. But, oh, oof. Oof. You don't want to know. <laughs> no wonder my room smelled like Burger King when I woke up. You just left a, a trail of half-eaten french fries. You could have followed me here. All the way all the way back to Chicago. There's all 4,000 miles, which <laughs> yeah. is probably not accurate, but <laughs> it's definitely not accurate. It might as well be 8,000 miles. I mean... Eight thousand miles, eight thousand miles, eight thousand miles. Wow. Was that a? No, it's just we are like way off the the rails today. (laughs) Every sentence we're just stopping. (laughs) We are. I don't know what's up with me. I've been taking. It's not your fault. I'm doing it too. I just think we haven't recorded in a while. (laughs) We gotta make up for lost time. Yeah, the madness comes out. Uh, that's why we do it weekly. We have to let a little bit of the madness out. (laughs) Yeah, just so we don't go crazy. Yeah, which is what is happening right now. We've waited too long. Yep, Philip II is king. That's where we were. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. Him. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, there are these two semi-barbarian tribes invading Macedonia from the east and the northeast. Uh, the the Pai-Pai-Ni... Pionians? The Paninis and the Thracians. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also, bad news, 3,000 hoplites from Athens have landed on the coast, and they also want a pie of of that Macedonian piece. (laughs) Fuck this sentencing. (laughs) You wrote it, you stupid (laughs) Pionian. (laughs) So, uh, uh, the other thing is that Philip... Your army sucks. Oh. It's outdated, it's outperformed, and most of all, they're just a bunch of rednecks. I mean, but that means they have all the guns. Uh, and, fair and enough. this being ancient Greece, that's a significant advantage. <laughs> I don't know much about warfare, but seeing that gunpowder did outlast the Aztecs, then Macedonians, boomsticks. What the fuck are you talking about? That was not me, that was a documentary going on in the oh, background. okay. <laughs> yeah, just stay calm. So... Philip's gonna change all of this, and perhaps, maybe, SAVE FRANCE! Does France even exist right now? No, it's made up. It's a made up place. It still is. He could save Macedonia, though. 
Oh, okay. So not France, but Macedonia. Correct. Okay. So first things first, Philip sends word to the invading Paninis and the Thracians and says, <laughs> Hey, please stop stabbing my land and hurting my peoples in the fields. Okay. And they say, no, you. Are they all on Reddit or something? Yes, this is all through Reddit. Because Hold on, I'm getting a random ass call from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hello? Hey, congrats, man. No. Dude, we should! Fuck off. No! What? Huh. That was a prime business opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned down. Wow. I just hate getting calls from Pionians, that's all. <laughs> There's gonna be some- I'm a Pionian by my mother's side, and I am deeply offended. That's okay, by... fuck Pionians. <laughs> Just give them a Panini, and it works out. Panini-onian. I don't know. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so they say, no, you, and uh, so Philip responds, How about I give you loads of cash and you go bye-bye? To which they agree, and they leave, while... Philip is back home promising them tribute. So two oh, of the right. three invasions are taken care of. And there's so much more to that. But I shortened it down for you because I know you hate that stuff. Well, I also know that this is really, really common in ancient Greece. True. It's yes. Tributes like, hey, we got all the boats right now. Give us your gold. And they're like, all right, for now. And then they build a bigger arm. And they're like, hey, you give us your gold. And they give them their gold back. And it's a, it's a never-ending cycle. That was an excellent two-sentence history of all of the ancient world. Yeah, really, though. <laughs> Just boats and gold. <laughs> all right, so then after this... We're going to war with Iran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm still an eligible age to be drafted. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'll be the first one to get a bullet in the head, too, storming those <laughs> sandy beaches. Well, that's because like, you're so why tall. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your head is, like, three feet long. So. Yeah, well, the good thing is, is that once my body's fallen down the beach, at least 16 other boys can use it for cover. <laughs> so... They just, like, you're on the beach, and they, like, yank on your reins. It's like, nah! and they just shoot you, and they duck behind with the saddle. <laughs> just like in the movies. It's a sacrifice for the nation I'm willing to make. <laughs> I think we figured out that you're actually a horse. <laughs> this whole time you've lied to me. Just a horse with a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Oh, so we should we should really hoof it right along, shouldn't we, here, James? <laughs> I say nay. Alaska turned you into a frickin' Andalusian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Philip has to deal with these Athenians, so he rallies his boys together, gives them a nice speech, marches them on over to the sea, and crushes the invading Athenians. So for the moment, Macedon is safe. But it's only a matter of time until literally everybody invades again. So Philip's got to get his life together, man. Yeah. Yep, got to do it. So the obvious first thing he's got to do is to make his army do army things even better. Okay. And because Philip has been educated in the ways of science and fighting, and has also seen the tactics of the enemy, he knows exactly what to do. Literally create a new method of fighting. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So Philip II creates the phalanx. Okay. Uh, actually, he didn't really invent it, but he greatly Fuck. improved it. So, uh... What it is, is it's basically a bunch of dudes, smelly dudes, smushed together in rank and file, with a spear in one hand and a shield in the other. Okay. Then, if you're in the front line, you hold out your spear, the guy behind him holds out his spear, and the guy behind him holds out his spear, and the guy behind him doesn't because he's from Tunisia. I mean, <laughs> so... If you're, uh, so this all, this all works, and what it creates is this spiky wall of death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then your spiky porcupine wall march marches towards the enemy, and it's super, super hard to break through this wall. Yeah, I bet. I've heard, I heard the spears were, like, super long, too. Oh, oh, we're gonna get to that. Oh, great. Probably in another hour. Just kidding, right now! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so Philip looks at the standard phalanx of that day and age and goes, well... Instead of a spear, what if I had my boys hold a freaking flagpole? <laughs> yeah, so instead of a five or seven foot spear, Philip gave his boys the Sarissa, which were spears that were like 15 to 20 feet long. Jesus. Yeah, that's a long spear. Yeah. And so many dick jokes that I'm refraining from making. <laughs> so now the thing is you could stabby stab the bad guys before they even got near to you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He also increased the training, the cohesion, and taught all his boys to fight as one unit rather than a whole bunch of lads smushed together like some sort of jam. Right. And these units became the famous Macedonian phalanxes, and they'll be important, so remember them. I won't ever forget a 20-foot-long spear. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yep. Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Also, the title of your novel about your, uh, your nope. trip to uh, Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, now that Philip had fought off the invaders and refurbished the army, it was time to expand. Oh, boy. And Philip was a mastermind tactician and diplomat, but he was also kind of a douchebag. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, remember the Illyrians who had held him hostage as a kid? Right. Well, they're back. And it's all good, because the Illyrians and the Macedonians can be friends because Philip has married the great-granddaughter of the Illyrian king. Bold move. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like the way that sounded. <laughs> just gonna leave an awkward pause. Ugh. I'm just gonna so, finish this pudding cup. How do you eat pudding? How do I eat pudding? Uh-huh. Well, well you first you just open it up, and you tip it back, and you just gargle it down. And mm -hmm. then when it won't spill any more out, you get a spoon and you just clean it out. And then when you're done, uh, you wash it out and you recycle it because America must be saved. Yeah, that's, that's pretty close to what I do. <laughs> I do the gargling, but then I spit it back in so it's oh, more liquidy, God. and then I just pick up a straw. It's, it's much more efficient. And then I throw that straw in the ocean <laughs> so that some sea turtle eats it thinking it's a weird-looking jellyfish and dies because the sea is a communist lie. You're so fucking weird. <laughs> okay. I think that's the first time you've told me that after on like episode 100. <laughs> oh, you're as dense as this carpet underneath me. All right. So, so uh, Philip's a douche. Remember? Yeah. Right. Yep. So he's married to the great 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 granddaughter of the Illyrian king or something like that. And this was supposed to be an alliance of some sort, but Philip said no. Okay. And he uh, he just invaded. He conquered most of it. He killed like 7,000 Illyrians in a huge battle where his phalanxes just rolled over everybody. 
And there was peace, because he won. But not for long. I just want to point out... <gasps> mm-hmm. This is why Ancient Greece bores me. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same story over and over again. Yes. It's like, I'm giving you tribute now. I'm not giving you tribute. Well, we're invading. No, we're invading. It's like, fucking stop. I know. And the only, like, the only differences you get are, are when the Persians invade twice, and then all these little Greek kids unite to fight the Persians. The rest of the time, And even that's just, just another war. <laughs> yeah, it's like... And and of course, like it almost it becomes redundant after a while. It's like, oh, why do what I need to know why this war matters? Because all that's gonna happen is that next fucking year they're gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah. And the, oh, Palzane, yeah, no, <laughs> I'll pass. Uh huh. I'll pass. Now the the thing that makes Philip different is that he he conquers. Well, should I give it away? Uh. I'll give it away. No, don't spoil anything. I won't spoil anything. I won't give it away. Okay. All right, you ready? You ready? All right. All right. So, Athens. Remember them? Yes. They're kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm told. So they want these gold mines, but can't capture the city that controls the gold mines. Okay. So Philip says, hey, if I capture this city, I'll lease it to you so that you can use those gold mines. Smart. Athens says, yes. Philip says, great. Philip goes and captures the city, and then he promptly tells the Athenians to go stick a Sarissa up their Acropolis. <laughs> okay. I feel like, uh, like the leasing plan wasn't that bad of an idea. Yeah, I, I guess, but why would you lease out gold mines? Just cut out the middle man and keep the gold mines. <laughs> I guess may it could be that he thought that the gold mines were, like, probably... Mm not more, yielding more beneficial yeah who knows and then he got there and he's like oh shit there's like gold everywhere i can't uh, lease this shit just fountains of gold yeah yeah who knows yep i don't read history <laughs> so then philip marries a princess and they have a son the next year in 356 bc and this son's name is alexander oh oh but much more exciting was that Philip had a horse, and this horse won a race that same year. So move aside, Alexander, because you're not as great as this here horse is. Wait, so why did you bring up this horse? Because they're rednecks, and I want to make fun of them. <laughs> he uh, won a horse race. I'm kidding. It's just funny, like, every history you read was like, Alexander was born, which is really important. Also, he had a horse. Uh, Philip, that is. And this horse won. So celebrate with Philip. <laughs> I, I can't, I gotta be honest, I'm I'm not as excited about a horse winning a race as you might be, since you are a horse. Man, I really dropped the hints in this episode. <laughs> There's too much info. Gave it all away. I did. This explains why you work at a horse barn. <laughs> why I eat and weigh so much. Hey, I feel less bad about my weight now. You're gonna go to the doctor. You're as healthy as a horse. You just go, nah! <laughs> No, you are, sir. I want that sound clip <laughs> so badly. <laughs> Make it a new ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So back to Philip. He goes on conquering some more shit, but it's not really shit. It's actually really important cities and gold mines that will later fund his campaigns. Then, being the angry redneck that he was, Philip invaded the north and promptly got shot in the eye with an arrow. <laughs> okay. But don't worry, that's nothing a good hot spoon and a pair of pliers can't fix. Ah, uh, does that re really how they took it out? 
I have no idea. I kind of just pictured that. I thought about it for a long time. Even made a sketch of it. Ugh. I'm guessing it's something something similar to that. Yeah, I mean, I, can't, um, I mean, or they just ah, oh, Jesus, never mind. Not gonna talk about that. That's just. Too I mean, much. if you had a a plunger that was small <laughs> enough, you can just suck it right up. That thing from the Matrix where they suck the bug out of his stomach. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God. I hate that scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that thing is real. Yeah, man, you have two eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> did you see the picture? I just scrolled down. <laughs> so there's this picture. I don't know what it's from, but it's a Philip being shot in the eye. And it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's just so funny. It, there's no battle going on. It's just like... It looks like Philip and a couple of his friends marched up to this wall that's like six feet tall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then this archer, instead of talking to him like a normal human being, just shoots him right in the eye. My and favorite... Philip's... Yeah, Sorry. go for it. I was going to say, my favorite thing... Oh, Christ. Okay. I'm probably not going to be able to do a fake episode. Okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah, it, the best thing about this picture is the guy on the left. He's got <laughs> yeah. his arms up in the air. His short, stubby <laughs> little fingers. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love how Philip's holding it. Just like, oh, my eye! Oh, it's such a great picture. We'll have to share that, too. Okay. You with, you with me? Yeah, you, I'm with right. you. I'm just thinking about work now. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. This is work. This <sighs> is your work. I, I know! <sighs> okay. So he lost his eye. Hey, you could put on your resume now that you work with horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next, what begins next is that... Ah. Philip is in a war, mm-hmm. and this war is called the Third Sacred War, which is far more sacred than the first two sacred wars, because Philip is fighting people from the world of Dr. Seuss. What? <laughs> He's fighting the Phocians and the Thessalians. What? Thessalians. What I does think. Dr. Seuss have to do with that? It just sounds like some people who would be in a Dr. Seuss book. The Phocians and the Thessalians. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One Phocian, two Phocians, <laughs> three Phocians, go. Four Phocians, five Phocians, your mother is... Never wait. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, can you mark so, it? I need to respond yeah. to a text. I'll okay. be waiting for you. Alright. Okay. So he's fighting the men of Dr. Seuss. Yes. And hooray! Philip wins a battle! But not hooray! He loses the next two and is forced to run away back home to Macedonia. Whoops. But he comes back, and he's got more lads, a ton more lads, and he's mad. And then he wins! And then he captures 3,000 Phocians and throws them into the sea. What? Yeah, it's... He actually throws them into the sea? I'm telling you. Would you eat it in a house? For Christ's sake, James, did he actually throw them into the sea? Would you eat your green eggs and ham, watching 3,000 Phocians drown in... Did he throw them into the sea or not? Yes, he did. Uh, Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun with Poseidon, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, okay. So let's just take a moment to recap, since two-thirds of this entire podcast has been nonsense and not history. (laughs) So Philip inherited a run-down, backwards kingdom that was being invaded. He stopped the invasions, made his army super good with super long spears, beat the Illyrians in the west, took some towns in the east, and then defeated those Dr. Seuss peoples in the Third Sacred War. Okay. 
So he's really making a name for himself, and the, the cultured, refined, real Greeks down south are freaking the fuck out. I bet. Particularly the Athenians, because yeah. they're like the top dog. Right? Yeah, they're like, look at this redneck motherfucker. He's scary. He's a yeah. dumb idiot who's taking all our shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for a couple of years because of this, there was this kind of cold war between Philip and the Macedonians versus the Athenians and all of Athens' allied city-states. Mm -hmm. They even fought a few proxy wars like America and the Soviet Union did, which is kind of cool. Uh -huh. But thankfully... Wait, three... that's cool? <laughs> Come on. Well, cool as in, I like to read about this, not as in, oh, oh, I'm glad people died. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, it came off all wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's what. I, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Not Keep it together, man. <laughs> so, the, thankfully, in 346 BC, the two superpowers swore to keep the peace, and then there was peace. And the Olympics. Of course. Because it's Greece. <laughs> but here's the thing Philip wasn't really interested in Athens right now, so the peace was fine. Right. He had his eye on another city state lying to the southwest of Athens. A city-state we talked about in our Leonidas episode, and that tragic movie 300 covered. Sparta. Oh yeah. Philip wanted to control Sparta, so he whipped out his phone and sent them a text message, mess, mess, massage, and it read this. Sup, Sparta. If I win this war, you will be slaves forever. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But the Spartans didn't really respond right away, and then Philip saw that his message was read, but not responded to, so he got pissed and he sent them another text. You are advised to submit without further delay, for if I bring my army into your land, I will destroy your farms, slay your people, and raise your city. Oof. And then the Spartans replied with the best response ever, if. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Oh, isn't that great? That's, that's I just love Spartan. that shit. Yeah. So Philip got the message and decides to leave Sparta the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> then what happens next is that Philip decides to attack a whole bunch of other places to make up for the fact that Sparta scared him. <laughs> so, uh, this so begins our movie montage of our hero defeating all sorts of enemies. All and right. Just, you need that like that. Happy go lucky music in the background. Oh, because yeah. In 345 BC, Philip defeats the RDIII people, a people with six vowels and a word with only eight letters. <laughs> in 342 BC, Philip fights against the Scythians and names a city after himself Philopopolis. <laughs> Philopopolis. <laughs> Philopopolis. It's so bad. There are four P's in there. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. In 340 BC, Philip lays a siege to two cities, and both cities fail. Or, no, both both sieges fail. Oh, okay. See, the sieges fail. He loses. Okay. So now all of Greece is starting to think that this guy really is just a clown. Right. So Philip gets mad, defeats the Thebans and Athedians at a very important battle that we're not going to talk about, and then he murders some farmers. Classic. Because these farmers were farming on sacred ground. Redneck move. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because that does it. Everybody is scared of Philip again. All you gotta do is murder some farmers. That's so weird. <laughs> he, <laughs> the the uh, Spartans backed him the fuck off, and then he mm -hmm. was like, I'm just gonna kill everyone else, then, including some farmers, and now everyone's like, what the fuck? He just killed the farmers. <laughs> yeah, he killed the farmers, man. <laughs> Ugh. So, by 337 BC, Philip has secured all of his borders, has suppressed all rebellion, and controls almost all of Greece. 
Nobody is really standing in his way. And to keep control of all his client states, he creates the League of Corinth. Which was kind of a, a United, United Nations of a sort. Okay. A League of Nations. All the city-states and kingdoms in the League agreed not to attack one another and to help each other out if somebody should need it. But deep down, everybody knows that Philip is the alpha dog who runs everything in the League. Right. So a lot of it's just for show. Hmm. But what's not for show is that Philip is bored. He wants more. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, he's on a winning streak, so yeah. keep streaking, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where things get interesting. All through his reign, Philip was doing his thing, conquering these little Greek cities and whatnot. But his ultimate goal in the back of his mind was bigger than merely Greece. Uh-oh. He looked across the Aegean Sea and saw all of the mighty Persian Empire sprawling out before him. Uh -oh. Philip wanted the world and taking on all of Persia would be a good way to start. Plus, pretty much all of the Greeks hate the Persians at this point, so it's not hard to build up the war fervor. Right. But Philip is no dum-dum, so he, allow he allows a bunch of uh, Persian dudes into his court over the years. And these dudes are all sorts of ragabonds who claim that they should be the rightful rulers of Persia. Uh, I wonder why he wanted them in <laughs> his court. Yeah, yeah, who oh. knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> no one else would come to his birthday party, so he had to invite some <laughs> defiled Persian princes. Right. Defiled was the wrong adjective to use. You're I fine. apologize for that. <laughs> So Philip says to these Persian dudes, he's like, sure, yeah, honey, whatever you want. You can definitely rule all of Persia, but first tell me every goddamn detail about this Persia. Its rulers, its army, how it functions. I gotta get the knowns. Did they tell him? Yeah, they told him. Oh, shit. <laughs> and all through the years that Philip had gotten where he is now, in control of most of Greece and Macedonia, he's been preparing to invade Persia on the side. Uh-oh. So in 336 BC, Philip sends his top general, this guy by the name of Parmenion, with 10,000 soldiers into Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey, to begin the invasion of Persia. Oh, fuck. And things go splendidly. Turns out, Parmenion and those 10,000 guys just run into, a, into loads of local Greeks living under the Persian rule, and they want out. So they join up under Philip's rule. Cool. Like, yeah, just instant success. They're farmers too. They're like, I guess I'll make more vegetables so I can pay my tribute to the Persians. And then suddenly there's 10,000 armored hoplites. In your yeah. They're like, oh. Well, and they're all Greeks. Right. Well, the mess. Eh. <laughs> I, I'm not going to touch the subject of whether Macedonians are Greeks or not. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's a pretty hot issue. Yeah. Still today. So, at this point, though, the world is in Philip's hands. He's got a near-unstoppable army. He has almost all of Greece and Macedonia united under him. He has money and infrastructure. His borders are secure, and he has an army in Persia beginning the invasion with great success. But, ah. Uh, I have to tell you something, Aaron. Uh-oh. Uh, so I was talking to this guy, uh, lives in Austin, and I told him he could stay at your house for, like, the next two weeks. Uh, what? Um, yeah. So he'll be there soon. His name is Bill. Okay. So Bill is coming, Aaron. Oh! Bill uh <laughs> is coming. <laughs> the Bill is coming, Aaron! Oh, boy. But he hasn't, li like, really racked up much of a Bill. He's just been kind of acting like a typical a Macedonian. Greek? Yeah, well, he's still got a Bill. Okay. I mean... There's a little Bill. Greece currently has a pretty big Bill. Tiny Bill. 
They have no money. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I want economics on your oh, ass. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all, that's all I have for his adult life. That's delightful. Um, mm. And now that I'm in a fucking hurry, uh, shall we move on to Philip? Do you have a few minutes? Do you have a few minutes? Yeah. Why? Great, then I'd love to tell you about my Lord and Savior, Mormon Jesus. Okay. Mormon Jesus was a great friend of mine, and when he made me tea, he put two dollops of ice cream in it. Follow the Mormons. Who is Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for the end of death? Yep. Okay. So in October of 336 BC, Philip was riding into town with his peeps in order to celebrate the wedding of one of his daughters. Nice. Aww. And while Philip's entourage is riding through the crowds to get to a bunch of suits and peeps that were there to greet him, something happens. Uh-oh. Philip has seven elite bodyguards who are sworn to protect him to the death. Yes. Well, Uh-oh. <laughs> one of them didn't swear hard enough. Oh! <laughs> because one of the seven, a man by the name of Pausanias... Pausani- no, it's not that. Pausanias. We'll go with... Pausanias? Pausanias? Pausanias. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Call him Pausanias. Okay. Uh, that works. Pausanias runs up to Philip and murders him. What? Yeah. Just like that? <laughs> Just like that. So Pausanias, uh, that can't be, I don't know. Pausanias then escapes with some of his, uh, some of his friends, but he trips over a vine and is killed in turn by some of Philip's other guards who are giving chase. <laughs> It's like Scooby-Doo or something. Uh, it really is, besides the murder. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> so, because Pausanias died, people then didn't really know why Philip was killed. Uh, rumors flew, exaggerations were made, and to this day, historians are very divided on why the assassination took place at all. But there's no mystery. He did it for the Scooby Snacks. Oh, shit, dude. Rot row raggy. <laughs> I just killed <laughs> Philip why is, II. <laughs> why is Nixon telling me this? <laughs> when did he come in? <laughs> so, so talking talking about Philip's death, Aristotle. Yes, the Aristotle who was alive at the time. Uh, he said this. And it's so stupid. Are you, are you ready for this? I'm ready for Aristotle. Not, not that Aristotle is stupid, although he is significantly overrated. In fact, <laughs> he's really just a total fool. But <laughs> Okay. So, Philip has a wife. This wife has an uncle. This uncle has a bunch of friends. And some of these friends made fun of Pausanias. So Pausanias got mad and in revenge murdered King Philip II because of what his wife's uncle's friends did. What? Yes. <laughs> what was the what kind of shade were they throwing to make him kill a man? <laughs> well, we don't know, except we do know. No, we don't. But this other this other historian, Clitarchus. 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 Clark. <laughs> he explained the assassination by saying that Philip and Pausanias were hot lovers. Uh-oh. But then Philip started seeing this other guy who was also named Pausanias. Uh, okay. So now the, the sad, dejected Pausanias goes away to a bar, gets super drunk, and then Philip's wife's uncle shows up and rapes the drunk Pausanias. What the fuck? So Pausanias gets revenge on this uncle by murdering Philip. Uh, 
Uh, I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither do anybody. <laughs> so then there's this other historian, a Roman by the name of Justin. He says that this whole thing was planned by one of Philip's wives, Olympias, because she wanted her young boy, Alexander, to be king. Now so that makes that more sense. Thing. That makes more it, sense. It makes more sense, true. But modern historians think all of these theories are bullshit! Of course. And, uh, here's the problem, though, is we just don't have enough info to really make a final explanation. But, now, Philip is dead. And the whole world holds, 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 holds its breath. <laughs> like I just did. <laughs> but then, Philip's young son, Alexander, takes his father's place. Uh. Alexander is only 16 years old and has loads of problems now. His dad left him with an excellent army, but Persia is now super pissed off about this whole little invasion thing, and the Greek cities at home are murmuring about independence again. Uh-oh. But don't you worry, dear listeners. We shall return to little Alex again. Soon. He's not lying. I've seen the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was actually not that boring. You didn't have to call Obama once! No, but I should still probably call him. Hey, if you if you turn off all the lights, and light two candles, and uh, look into a mirror, and then call Obama thrice, you know what happens? What happens? Your electricity bill goes down. <laughs> Although with Obama's president, it'll probably go up! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you confuse me. <laughs> Alright. Just so I don't have to try to do an Obama impression, I'm not gonna call him, so... Okay, great. Let's, let's go to the surface. Let's go to the surface. So, James? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do mm -hmm. for the rest of the day? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to play the piano. Great. <laughs> so then I can be playing the piano when you hoist me up and drop me on your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> like with a crane or some shit? Well, yeah, you, you, you got to drop a piano on your enemies. That's just the only like, way to do it. Just like and rising be... up over this small <laughs> army. Yeah. Sing us a song! <laughs> <laughs> and the problem... Well, I can't do that. Well, I can sing that, but the problem is, since I have hoofs, <laughs> I, I can only play three keys at a time. It, yeah, it's a mess. But I'll all be right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Just taps. Or sing I, us a song, you're the piano horse. Sing us a song in the barn. Because... Your tail swats it flies, and your hoofs kick it guys, and... <laughs> I'm getting into it. And the grain is sitting in the bin there. Something? I don't la, 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 no. La, 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 nay, la, nay, 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 We've got an afternoon to fill, my friend. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think it's time to bring the show to a clip-clopping end for today. If you hate us, you're probably right, so consider funding the show by becoming a patron on Patreon.com. Or if Patreon is not your thing, because it sucks, drop us a little tip 
in our Venmo tip jar. That's at WTADP. WTADP stands for We Talk About Dead People. Just so you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Our cover art was created by Ian Patterson of Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his wonderfully whimsical work at www.ipattersonillustration.com. With all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of Pausanias being jealous play you out. You are dead.